there, and welcome to Here's a Thought, the blogcast for people who overthink. I'm your host, Jan M. Flynn, and I've rarely had a thought that I couldn't find a way to overthink. If you know what that's like, if you sometimes wish the voices in your head would shut up already, then once a week, I invite you to take a short break and listen to the ones in mine. This week marks the 99th episode of Here's a Thought, and it's also Thanksgiving week here in the good old USA. Naturally, that means there's lots to overthink. Travel plans and menus, seating plans, what to wear, how to get everything out of the oven and off the stove and onto the plates before any of it congeals or dries out, and once everybody's finally out of the kitchen, how to keep the cat away from the turkey. Then there are the big things to consider like the origin of the holiday in the U.S. Like a lot of folks from my era, I grew up with the images of happy pilgrims celebrating their first harvest by inviting all the kindly Indians who'd helped them survive in the New World to a great big potluck. Considering the wholesale cultural and physical genocide visited on indigenous peoples on this continent by colonizers and settlers, that mythic version is, to say the least, problematic. America is many things as a nation, but in general, we're very resistant to acknowledging the dark side of our history. And in my never-humble opinion, that's a moral failure that lies at the root of a lot of our current problems. So let me just acknowledge right here that my neighborhood and my house that I think of as mine in southeast Boise, Idaho, is built on land that was once shared by indigenous peoples, including the Shoshone-Bannock, Northern Paiute, Cayuse, Umatilla, and Walla Walla, and I am in their debt. The bright side of Thanksgiving, and what makes it my favorite holiday, is right there in its name. Thanks, as in giving thanks. Gratitude, which is important to me because it's a huge element in my personal happiness. When I remember to appreciate all the elements that make up a moment, an encounter, a day, and my life— it makes a huge difference in how I feel. Sometimes when I really stop and think about my ordinary little life, okay, overthink it, I can hardly believe how slap-dang lucky I am to be living it. And yet, not long ago, I read a moving essay by a woman who is mourning the death of her child. She's sick to death of gratitude. More precisely, she's had it up to her eyeballs with people who suggest she should be grateful for the time she had with the child whose death she mourns. It seems that toxic positivity can even infect gratitude. It's all in that poisonous little word, should. For some folks, the holidays, including Thanksgiving, are exquisitely painful, whether due to grief or ill health, isolation or poverty, or just the contrast between how you're expected to feel and how you really feel this can be a very hard time. Like I said, I'm a big fan of gratitude, but it can't be forced. And sometimes you just have to go ahead and feel all the feels, whether you approve of them or not, and poo on all the platitudes. Meanwhile, just to shake things up, here's a highly unserious rhyme I composed in honor of the holiday in all its messy, goofy weirdness. I call it the pie is falling, the pie is falling. We've opened up our house this year to friends and family far and near, 
With good intentions, joy and love, dear God, what were we thinking of? The tables set, the candles glow, the guests all text, the traffic's slow. I tent the bird so it won't burn, and wonder if I'll ever learn. At last the cars pull up the drive, the house becomes a noisy hive. Aunt B's kids woke up with the flu. She's brought them, though. What could she do? I gave them all a COVID test, B says. All negative, so it seemed best. They'd be so sad if we'd not come. Hey, you got any Coke and rum? The coffee table centerpiece is shoved aside by Cousin Reese. Where's the remote? The game is on. All hope of quiet talk is gone. Our trans friend Max, who once was Mary, asks why this day is so binary. The football bros all shouting F-bombs while wives cook either hens or toms. Max has a point, but I'm too busy to give a thought. I'm getting dizzy. Sue needs the stove. Beth needs a bowl. I sense I'm losing all control. Aunt Tiffany brought several dishes according to her menu wishes. She's vegan and averse to wheat. Her nose turns up at bread and meat. There's tofu loaf and soy-based cheese and some green goo that makes me sneeze. I add them all to the buffet and tell myself, it's just one day. I ask B's sick kids if they'd rather have their own space where they can gather so their germs stay in the guest room. But no, B's in there, on her Zoom. Her therapist's on call today. Her nerves need soothing right away. One kid barfs in the bathroom sink. My husband hands me a stiff drink. At last the food's all put in place and Grandma rises to say grace. Her voice is drowned out by a cheer from football fans, a wash in beer. How about we turn the TV off? My plea is met with but a scoff. We can't! Our team's about to score, says Cousin Bob. Ah, don't look sore. The turkey rests, the gravy too. The kitchen's turned into a zoo. So many helping, I can't move. It's like they all have things to prove. I've cleaned all week and cooked since dawn, dealt with chaos and B-sick spawn, yet my composure somehow sticks till someone brings up politics. Ed's a lefty, Bill's far right. I quickly lose my appetite. I know for sure this can't end well, and soon enough, things go to hell. There's slurs and shouts across the table and nervous laughs from Bill's wife, Mabel. I sense my face is growing warm. My husband tries to calm the storm. He appeals to sense and sanity, but Bill is quoting from Sean Hannity, while Mabel intones Bible verses, and other guests collect their purses. Our celebration's apt to fail, at best a cautionary tale, when suddenly a small voice, Hanks, pipes up and cries, Let's all give thanks! B's youngest boy. Face fever-flushed, stares wide-eyed at a room now hushed. The food tastes really good, I think. I'm sorry about your bathroom sink. It's like he broke an evil spell. There's smiles and laughs and wishing well. And I don't care about Hank's germs. I hug that kid so hard he squirms. The boys transformed my attitude, and I'm awash in gratitude. As I serve pie and pass each slice... I look around and think, how nice, that this day's brought us all together, past distances and crappy weather, and next year, with no hesitations, instead I'm making reservations.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Here's a Thought with Jan M. Flynn. Like I said, this is episode number 99, and after episode 100, I'll be taking a hiatus to focus on some other projects. I hope you'll join in again next week, and if you haven't yet, check out some of our past episodes. However this holiday finds you, I wish you health and happiness, if happiness is in your wheelhouse right now. And if it's not, I wish you comfort and healing. And may all your thoughts be good ones.